make noise, 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 make noise. Five man school, how long have I known you, my friend? Oh my god, when you said, yo, come on my live, I was like, no problem. I'll hook it up. I'll come on your live. Good What's dude, up, good man? Dude. What do you is have it? your weed? Do you have your weed with you, sir? Uh yes. My daughter, who I just walked out of, Tyler. We have a, a cannabis brand called Deuces Twenty Two. Okay. Uh, pretty sweet. I would love to get you some. Uh, right. Do you have Do you have edibles? Do you have edibles? Yeah, that's a big thing. So one of the things I did is uh, I've been in this business for a long time, and I have a lot of CBD products. And one of the main CBD products, a company I just uh, became a part of, is called Tidal, T-I-D-L. It's it's probably one of the best. And um, Cyto, some of the best CBD products I've ever used. So, so I don't just, like, let anybody use me as, you know, hey, come on and do it, do this for me. No, we don't do that. I'm either mm-hmm. part of the company or I don't do it. I, I'm, I'm only mm-hmm. doing it that way. So that's the Saito. And uh, uh, send it over, sir. Send it. Send it over, sir. That's the Deuces Twenty Two. Okay. That's okay. that. Send it over. Yes. Yes, I will. What, so, so what's me, up, tell, man? Tell me this. Tell me this. Uh, who was that to say what's up? Who was that over there to say what's up? Uh, my daughter. Okay. Hello. Hello. How are you feeling? I'm really all right, man. Talk to okay. me. Tell me Tell me so, what's so, going on with you. Let, let's start with this. Let's start with this. Where do you live? Where do you live right now? And how would a, how would a ma- marijuana, uh, well, not even marijuana, the, the hemp laws in that, in that state? Well, I live in the state of California, so it probably has the most progressive um, stuff that, or laws that we can possibly deal with. And I am uh, involved with our farm up in up in uh, Oregon, so we grow uh, what our own grow up in Oregon. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I have going. And then we uh, we take the biomass and we take the biomass and we make it into our product. We got a really 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 talented um, uh, uh, chemist, and that's why I come back. So part of it was I was going to try to take all these products and bring it to the NFL, NBA, NBL, uh, hockey, you know, directly to the pros. Mm-hmm. But and I started realizing there's a whole lot more people with these pains than just athletes. So being in the market is one thing. Right now we're at CVS up in um, up in Massachusetts. So you can go mm-hmm. check out Titan. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I'll tell you this. You know, just when it, when it comes to cannabis and CBD and all those kinds of things I'm learning right now. I actually am in business now. I'm learning how to do it. I, I have I have a deal with a, with a company called 1804 Farms, and I'm, I'm coming out with my own edibles and all kinds of stuff. So I'm learning the game slowly but surely. I wound up getting, I wound up getting a spray. Uh, a, that's what turned me on to the whole thing. I wound up getting a spray. And I, I, I'm always sore in my arms, my chest. Man, I put that stuff on. It's called uh, 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 New England uh, uh, New England hemp. Woo! 
pain gone. So I understand everything. This is something that needs to be in the NFL, man. It definitely needs to be in NFL, NBA, NBL, all of that, man. All of it. And when I when I paid attention to it, the deal was when you used to, when we used to get hurt, coaches say, "Hey, put some spit on it. Let's go and get back out there, right?" Right. And that being the age I am, I'm I can still run, still walk, still do things. Most guys have arthritis at this time, can't even move their bodies. So I found out I'm not putting, I'm only putting things in my body or on my body that really work. Well, I'm like, we even got like Conor McGregor involved from what I found out. It was like us, you know, you want to spray it, feel good. I found out, man, you know, at first I was all about, I ain't even smoke weed when I played school. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I ain't smoke weed. All I like was women. You know, I ain't drink. Like, I didn't do anything to that until after I was 36 years old. Believe it or not. So, so, nothing. We're going to start. We're, we're going to get back to the, to the, to the cannabis and everything because I, I actually need to pick your brain. Sit down, brother, so I can talk to you. You, 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 you said... You said that you, one of your loves was women. What what is what's the easiest thing to get addicted to in the NBA? What what's the easiest vice to to, to fall into in the NBA? Um, the easiest vice to fall in is alcoholism, because it's advertised at the games. It's a celebratory thing. You, they're telling you it's uh you know it's okay to you know to wind down. Let's have a drink. Don't be so stressed. Let's have mm-hmm. a drink. Hey, we won. Let's have a drink. Oh, man, we lost. Let's have more drinks. Yeah. That right there, the worst thing in the world. And I didn't understand that I had teammates who only smoke weed. And they were some of the best athletes I ever played against. Okay, who, 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 were, the be- who were the who were the weed smokers? Dog, what are you, a fed? What, what, you a fed? Right now? What, you a fed? What's that? What was that? Listen, hey, hey. What's that? What was that? I just want to know who. Listen, it's it's damn near legal now. It's, it's damn near legal now. Then let them tell you. What? You, I, what? I, what? Okay, so I, I'm I, guessing we got Rodman. Hold on now. We got Rodman. We got Joe Dumas. I, I could. I, it's something about Bill Lambert that makes me feel like he partook in the weed. Uh, 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 I know Dennis Rodman did. Dennis Rodman probably did weed and a lot of coke. He probably did some wild shit. And, and who else was on that team? Isaiah. I think Isaiah was clean. I pers- I, my personal opinion, I think he was clean. Isaiah's in the cannabis business now. He's still yes. clean. He, campaign, he barely drink that. He drink it yeah. to show you. He's just, he's just one of the cleanest dudes ever. He just don't do it to his body. You know, nothing against him. He's all, all gravy with it. But... Uh, Isaiah is, is one of the best businessmen I businessmen I ever met in my life as well. But I, I just realized this. I realized when I said well, people would think that playing in the NBA, that women in the direction you were going, that women were going to be a vice. It's not. I've, I've been watching Jerry Springer for 25, 30 years like everyone else. Not one professional athlete has ever been on that show. And look how people go through things. <laughs> Look how many women had to bring up six and seven guys on Mari Povich. Oh, yeah. Hey, those wasn't NBA players. Right. People think, well, NBA players, and they get all the women. We have so less amount of time is why you see one girl here and then 
oh, she was with him, is because we can only eat what's in the fishbowl. The best thing to explain it is the bubble. The bubble in, in Orlando was a microcosm of what the NBA is. Okay, right? explain that, explain it. Because if you in the system, in the NBA, we play 15 games a month, seven games at home some months, eight games at home some months. Um, so you're at home half the month. Right. So literally, why these girls were able to date so many of the same guys because they were coming through whatever city. And that cute girl, that in girl, and that socialite is the one who's going to be the one to be in and all the parties with all the right. ballers, rappers, singers, actors, entertainers. Right. So you're going to run in the same girls as entertainers. Right. So that's why basketball wives, this girl was mad at this girl because she was with this, that you, of course, because you're in the fishbowl. You eat what's in the fishbowl. You eat right. what's in the bowl. So, and, and that's the only way you, you can look at it. And they call them NBA this or NFL groupies. No, just, it's just certain people are going to be around certain people. And, well, well, you know, John, I, I, here's the way I think of it. You're 100% right. You can only kill what's in front of you. For example, everybody laughed at President Clinton for, for getting head from Monica Lewinsky, but that's all he had in front of him. I mean, he couldn't go to the fucking club and, and stand in the club and be like, yo, I'm Clinton. Can somebody give me some head? He had to take who was in, in, in front of him. He had to give you that head. You're in a fishbowl. Whatever drops in the fishbowl, whatever use it is, that's what you're going to use it for. Right. Um, I, I tell you, it was a good choice by Clinton, too. Good choice. I just, tell me why. Now, tell me why. Just, just, to give, just to give you that. Imagine how, how really downright it was that her so-called friends literally put that tarnishment on her name. And she was with the most powerful man in the world, as opposed to being like, yeah, they were trying to, they destroyed her name, not his. You, 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 you have to understand this, sir. Sometimes when a woman is lonely and, and she's not getting any action, and she's in her house, maybe masturbating, maybe not. And she's maybe of a certain age, and nobody wants to fuck this woman. I mean, other you wouldn't want to fuck her. I wouldn't want to fuck her, and nobody want to fuck her. But now she sees some young uh, uh, fat woman that she feels she's just as good at uh, sucking the dick of a president. She said, I, "I don't like this. I'm, I'm going to make a. I'm going to make an issue out of this." And, and that's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happened to her. I, I, I go back and I go. It was just so messed up that they did that to one of Monica Lewinsky. I know her dad. I met her. Wonderful girl. Wonderful girl. And like she said, impressionable young girl at the time with the most powerful man in the world. So just just saying, what's in the fishbowl? And listen, if Hillary, if Hillary can, can, and my thing is everybody wants to come down on Bill Clinton. Listen, if he can convince his wife if he can walk his wife through it, then why you gotta mind, mind your business? If the man can talk his wife through that, then it has nothing to do with me. I don't want nothing to do with it. Uh, uh, speaking of which, I wanna ask you about this, since we're talking about the bubble. Do you consider 
the the Lakers, the NBA champions for real, or do you put a little asterisk next to it? Because this hundred percent NBA, I'm 100%. You know why? Because it was harder to stay only do that for 85 games on one court. That was for 85 days. That was harder. Why? Than, because you don't get to sleep in your bed. You don't get to eat your restaurant. You don't get to visit with the people you visit with. Wife, girlfriend, whatever you want to say, family member. You don't get to be in Sambic, wake up and say, I'm going to go to the gym and shoot tonight from 2 to 5 and then sleep tonight and then get to go to practice. You don't get to do any of your routine. You are a gladiator. It was seriously shut up and play basketball and come back when we tell you your date. It was like a high school or a, 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 a summer league competition. And that was even bigger than this because you can play on the side courts before you get to the main court. No, no. Everybody's playing on in that bubble at the same, you know, it just was weird. There was 16 teams that weren't there. So you don't have anything that's yours. You're, you're stuck to this. And it was like, if you can focus for 92 days, you can win the championship. The Lakers had laser focus. I can tell you that because the Clippers had 12 minutes to do something. And the two leading players didn't even score. It's like their brain cut off from doing something that you do Normally, it's like going to the bathroom. Playing basketball to a professional basketball player is like peeing. Seriously, mm -hmm. you can do it in the dark. You can do it with your eyes closed. You know, so it is all of a sudden when your body doesn't want to do it and you want to figure out how to get out of this bubble, first thing I want to do is get out. It, it's just a, it's a thing that you have to pay attention to, that that was a focus. And the fact that Milwaukee had the best record and they were picked to be the team. And seeing how great Denver turned out to be, uh, showing you know injuries, taking down Houston, it just literally was in one spot. So it was just like the Gladiator. It was like perform, go under the go under the Coliseum until we tell you it's time to perform again. And whoever is, doesn't die or doesn't get hurt the most is going to be the champion. So yes, I do consider them the champions. So do you? So with that being said, do you think that there was a? Do you actually think there was a level of fatigue, and people were like, you know, something? I'm gonna phone in. Fuck it, I just want to get out of here. I want to get back to regular life. Yeah, people. Everybody. Everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about because we were on lockdown for 90 days. You cannot tell me how you didn't get stir crazy in 30 days. Imagine having to play a game and go and so yeah, but now you're eating. What's they put in front? You can't change the menu and go to these different restaurants. None of your local of your your constant life that added to you being a professional happened. None of it. It wasn't no like baseball. Trainer, no personal trainer. No none of that no. shit. No, none of none of um, your kid wakes you up in the morning. You may not like it. But it becomes a routine where your kid comes in, hey, daddy, he's in the bed, and then y'all whatever, and then you get up, and y'all both brush your teeth, you make sure he's in the shower, make sure she's doing, he or she is doing what they need to do, get ready for school, you wait, boom, 
I drove my daughters to school every day. I did it for for years. That was my thing. That was exactly, I knew exactly I was getting that time with them, guaranteed. I can talk to them, they can be whatever, and I can be some point of normalcy um, and still not having any of my anonymity, but still being able to do that with my daughters. Mm-hmm. The dopest thing in the world, man. They, they, they talk about it to this day. I remember you used to drive me to school and we would listen to this and listen to that. Like, my, my 24-year-old knows Jay-Z. And somebody would be like, well, I know Jay-Z. No, not a 24. No. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? People don't want to admit it, but word for word. Right? Hmm. She knows Biggie. She knows <laughs> She knows Big Daddy Kane. She knows Slick Rick. My 17-year-old. Right, you, were playing. you were playing that shit. I'm going to make sure I play it, too. You understand? Right. Because I'm like, hey, the, not that yours is not good. I like the new stuff, some of it, too. But you you better know a little jazz. Better know a little you better know why we why who Uncle Will is and that's Uncle Jazzy Jeff. And you better understand that yeah, remember Jay Diller was it like I have I have to do that. I think so. Well, I think it I think it's that like you said, it needs to be a mix. You can't listen to all ignorant on uh, uh, nigger music that scares white people. You have to you have to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> well, uh, I think why, why, why do you say that? Tell me. Well, the, the, the first thing the Beatles said is they can't understand how they treat these musicians and some of the greatest people in the world in Memphis like that. And he said the greatest singers in the world come from here. That's, that's why we do what we do. We watch them. How how are you not letting muddy waters and and and, and we used to open for and Rolling Stones used to ro- open for uh, Otis Redding and so all the European kids came over and these white kids are coming over and wanting to listen to the Doors and this and this and the Rolling Stones and the Beatles came over and went wanted to meet James Brown and Otis Redding and 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 muddy waters and and BB King and and that's why all of a sudden. Jimi Hendrix went over there and was like, I should just stay here and make music because they appreciated it and understood the core and the originality of it. We have conversations in, in our world that I listen to, or there are conversations because I'm not involved in them, talking about Eminem and, and Machine Gun Kelly and Logic. Like, what? If you can flow, you can go. If you can flow, you can go. We already know where it originates. Don't be mad that they good at it and you're not. That's where the hate comes in. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that don't believe in people saying that they hopped in the culture. That, oh, oh white, this is not for white people. This is not for Latino people. It's, it's, it's about who's good at it and who's not good at it. Listen, you could be the youngest, blackest young rapper and be shit. You know, like, like, and to be honest with you, Eminem is Eminem is one of the most dangerous rappers who ever lived. Like when it, when it comes to lyrics, and it doesn't matter if he's white, you're good. And that's where I've always been with it. I don't believe in, I, you know, I believe in somewhat culture culture vulturing to an extent, but I believe that if you love it in your heart and you believe in it, then you are part of the culture. Doesn't matter yeah. what your skin color. It's the it's best like, thing. Best it's like thing. saying hockey is just for black people. I mean, hockey is just for white people. That's it. No. 
No, well, not in Canada. Wants to put on some fucking skates. Yeah, and my boy Richard Hamilton just tied uh, Schumacher's Formula One record with ninety-one wins, and and beautiful, beautiful brother, and he's in this race. He wanted to be a race car driver. It doesn't say race car. The deal is we also put color on things. Like, I couldn't understand Morgan Freeman when he was like, if you want to stop racism, stop talking about it. And they, at first I was like, why would Morgan say that? I don't, what the hell is he talking about? He goes, Black History Month? He goes, "That's I don't pay attention to that. He goes, yeah. He said, what's White History Month? The other, the other uh, 11 months? He goes, no. I'm not going to be relegated to one month. And he goes, if we don't make race a conversation, it won't be a problem. And we and and what I noticed is so bugged out because I got these these kids is they seriously look at their color as mine is cute and that is cute and this is cute and they look at dances of they don't say white people don't have rhythm. That used to be a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Now you see white girls on TikTok. What? Throwing, 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 that, throwing ass, sir, in, in a way yes. that, that I, that sometimes I've never even seen that from, from the, from, you know. It's, it's like, it's, it's like role reversing. I'm getting black girls getting contacts w- walking with dogs and fake hair, and I'm getting white girls trying to make their straight hair kinky and dating cats with, with grills in their mouth. It's just, it's just a switch of what's happening. So, we just in this in this whole thing. I know it's black and white. Trust me, I'm pro black. I'm not anti white. And if I can do something, I would do it as all black as possible. But I'm not going to make the mistake that the Caucasians made by excluding people. I'm going to say, if you're great, then you're great. If you're not great, then you're intimidated by other people. I'm not. So that's why I am with with, with all the stuff we do. And that is a big thing in rap. You know, they say rap is a young man's game. No, it's a good man's game. Because a lot of these motherfuckers are air pollution. They're 19 years old, but they're fucking air pollution. Okay? It's fucking basura, uh, gabacho, air pollution, fucking absolute trash. And it's, it's about whether you're good or you're not. That's it at the end of the day. So that that's where I stand with it. I'm going to ask you two other like random questions, and then I want to just go into the NBA. Wait, you just one more, one music thing. One music thing. Is a kid named Devin Culture out of Philly. Fire. Who is he? What's his name? Let me write it down, sir. Devin Culture. D-E-V-O-I-N. Culture. Kid is fire. You hear me? Like I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna investigate him today. I usually don't investigate people, but on your on your word, I'm gonna go investigate this man. I, and it's R and B. It's R and B. Snoop, go ahead. I, I'm, see, I, I, I'm an R and B head, so I'm definitely gonna go. I'm definitely gonna go fuck with that. I heard you on Vlad say something about reptilians, and 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 and, and, and I know I just want your take on it. I want your take on it. I'm open. I just want you to walk me through it. What were What were you saying, sir? Because I caught a little bit of it, but I, I cut it off. I said I'd rather just ask him myself. I said, for so many years, there's been conversation about the reptilian race, there's the Anunnaki. They've talked about literally spots in the South Pole, okay? In Antarctica, 
which you're not allowed to go to. Like if you said, hey, I want to go to Antarctica, they'd be like, well, there's one boat and that boat can only take you to this level. We can't do the rest of it. Be like, why not? It's warm down here. Why can't I? Why can't we just go and kick it? And I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but then you're going to investigate and realize you just can't go to Antarctica. So that should tell you something. If it's a spot literally where people have gone and said, hey, this right here is off limits and that's it. You don't have to know why. Then figure out the understanding that there's other things going on and not everything. And you can tell. It's so funny. I always make this joke that Will Smith is a poet. And um, no one wanted to believe me. And I said, he has to be a poet, a, a, a prophet. I didn't mean just a poet. He had to be it. You know why? Because Will Smith did movies that have been forecasting and telling us stuff that people don't want to pay attention to. Like what? Like men in Black. Okay. He spoke of Men in Black. And everyone wanted to laugh and giggle. And there was a scene in the movie that was probably the biggest. And he goes, why would you not keep the? Why would you not tell people? He said, 1,500 years ago, man knew he was the center of the universe. 500 years ago, man knew the world was flat. And just 15 years ago, 15 minutes ago, you found out that we weren't alone on this planet. Can you imagine how smart you will be tomorrow? So... That, that that whole thing was talking about the stuff that you sit around and you don't want to sit still to think about. And you would think that it can't be. Well, this is a mighty, vast universe. Mm-hmm. And it'd be, it would be so idiotic and egotistical of you to feel that we are the only beings in this vast universe that has 400 or 400 trillion different universes, not planets, just to think that the moon for the next day won't be visible they say hey you won't be able to see the moon but you know it's there how when when did this happen so just me understanding when i went i went to egypt and i found out oh man i only know that much of the story i don't even know the story because we're caught up on 15 or 1492 and we're talking about the Christian calendar, thinking we only, but we better, how could it only be the year 2000, fam? And there's things around that have been on the planet for 26,000 years. Right, right, right. That's, just, that's just us counting. That's, that, that's, that's, that's like a, mother, a motherfucker saying, listen, I'm only so counting it, from what I remember. So if, you, so if you only count from there, that's the start. That means nothing's before it. That's by design. Right. The design, and in every, all over the world, they show you different uh, caricatures, uh, hieroglyphics. They show you all different things. It was, well, that's just an idea that they were talking about. No, they would show you that the Egyptians were so much taller than the slaves. And they would draw it that way, not making you think that they weren't, but they also would pay, people would go and not pay attention to thinking about where we come from, what we do, our, our weather, uh, us being African descent, um, how we deal better in warm weather and how Caucasians deal better in cold weather and 
there's some people that live, Eskimos live up in the, you know, as far up in the top of Alaska. And you just start seeing things. You start seeing what it looked like in Asia, what it looked like in Mongolia. And when you go around the world, you start seeing, you know, there's a lot of different one humans, but there's a lot of different looking things too. So not to believe that we're just the only ones on the race or thinking now the the whole evil part of it, I don't know. But I just know that we cannot be the only ones existing for the past 26,000 years without coming to something else. Listen, first of all, there's shit on the planet that's 3 million years old. So we probably in, in year 4,700,317, uh, on the sixth month. That's probably what the fuck's really going on. Now, as far as people living in uh, uh, aliens, I truly believe in that. Because 100%, how can we be the only people on here? Now, however, I think that the Earth is the ghetto of, 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 of all the planets. The shit we do here <laughs> is, is absolutely ridiculous. And so but I, that's I, only, I, in, that's only believe, in some part. I, I, I honestly believe motherfuckers fly by and be like, I, I'm not going to the ghetto now. We've got better places <laughs> to be. I'm not, I'm not going over there fucking with them motherfuckers. I also, I also believe, I also hit you up with this one. Will Smith did iRobot. What are we talking about now? We are talking about literally AI taking over, right? And literally having control. They tried to do another movie similar to Will's. They put it on a TV show. It didn't work. The next movie is he did, besides that, I Am Legend, where they gave a vaccine and turned people into zombies and had to restart and had to re-up. I said, man, and then he did a movie, what is it, This Is Earth With His Son, where he was like, you can't have any fear. Yeah. And Earth was, I was like, yo, man, this dude is literally telling everybody and no one's listening. Independence Day? Independence Day right there should let you know. Yo, it was the most realistic. So, oh, it's just a movie. Art imitates life. You know, but even bigger than that, I believe that a lot of that is is done to make you so when it happens you don't freak the fuck out right Freestyle well it's been it's been happening yeah. since the 50s right they've, now, they've now, been now, now, they've been telling us since the 50s here's the thing i don't want to end racism by some motherfucker coming down here with green shit coming out their mouth uh, spitting, spitting that green shit on me because because here's the thing if that happens, white people, black people, everybody gonna be together. But I don't want that green acid shit on my arm, man. So, I, so for me, if I have to deal with racism or aliens, I'll I'll deal with the racism because I don't want the green shit in my face. That that that's it, sir. Well, you've been dealing with the racism just fine. It's time we change. So we need some alien shit, just so, some green so, shit. So, on. so let me ask a question: Would you, if if the aliens came down, do you think that they would be do you think they would be friendly or do you think they would come over here wanting to wipe everybody's ass off? Uh, I think they're already here and I don't even, and trust me, they used to think I was crazy on the Best Damn Sports Show when I said we didn't land on the moon. I was getting death threats for telling the truth. But uh, <laughs> then they did a movie um, called Interstellar, which proved it. So uh, I already think 
that we have been dealing with forces other than just human forces on this planet. So, look, they, they, I, I remember when I met this girl from, Hung from uh, Hungary, from Budapest, and I would say, she would tell me things. I said, man, they would talk about you being from Hungary, that you're, you're then part alien. And she was like, you've heard that? I go, yeah, like most of the things invented on the planet are from Hungarians. And your language, you're like landlocked, but you speak your own language that sounds completely different than all the rest. And you have some of the smartest humans ever recorded. And she was like, we've been reading that. My moms used to tell me that stuff. Like, hey, we're very challenged, wonderful p people. We, we bring things. So I've already believed not now somebody may say, is she saying Hungarians are aliens? No, somebody else said it. And I sat down and watched all the different, what did, what did America do after World War II? You know what we took? Every, <laughs> every German scientist. Why'd they take every German scientist? Because they knew better. Every German scientist became an American scientist. That's, that's, right. That was part of the deal. And right. them finding things. Think about this, and I'm, I'm gonna hit you, everyone said it. Why, does, why is our cell phone working? When you and I, were were what? We were in Bermuda? What year was that? 1997? Yeah, around that year. Yeah, around it might have been 98 or something like that. 22 years ago, school. Can you imagine I'm going to be talking to you on the phone, looking at you, having a conversation, you being able to read my lips in real time? No. Listen, listen. If we could have used the motherfucking uh, our calling card, that was a win. What? So imagine what is going to happen in 40 years. It's going to go back to, you know what? I'm going to sit around and think about you, meditate, and then be able to get a download from me. Why would I need this instrument in between? And how does this instrument work? It See, just always here's, the here's the thing. I don't want, listen, I don't want the chip. I don't want shit in my head. Just, you already have the chip. Miss, miss me with that, sir. You already have it. I'm gonna show you. Can you live without your cell phone? Yes. For how long? Tell me how long to do it. You can't live without your cell phone. Give me a time. You couldn't live a month without your cell phone. I did already. What? What? What prison did they put you in? They didn't give you. They gave me even prison a cell phone. Listen, I was in. I was on a TV show called Celebrity Big Brother in England. So I was with no phone for thirty-one days. Now, but you had, you had contact. No, nope, no, nope, no phone, no newspapers, no internet, no nothing. It was just me and the people. That's where I learned to detach from this. That's why this whole, um, this whole um, quarantine, I never bugged out. Like everybody would be like, stay in the house, stay in the house. Like yo. Yo, you telling me I'm staying in my house? I got internet. I got everything. I, I could talk to my daughter. Like, you know what? I'm good. Like, like, yeah. but, but, I had training, so that's unfair, John. I had training. Well, yeah, I, I, had training. I did too. I, I went through hell I with too. that. I went through hell I, with that. But I will, I will say, when they took my, when they took my phone away, the first day, I was fucked up. The second day, I was messed up. By the third day, as humans, you adapt to your new normal. And then 
when I got out, when they, when they, when they said, okay, you know, you got kicked off the show, I went to get my phone and I didn't even pick up my phone for like two days. I was just like, whatever. So now I can turn this off. I'm in a place where I can turn this off and live without it. I do love it, but I can live without it. Only thing I'm saying is, listen, if this is a chip, I'll take this shit. But somebody putting that shit in my hand, I, I, don't, I don't want no parts of that, sir. I, I, you know, nobody that Jesus Cristo, he is Spinito Santo. I discovered it is mine. I discovered it is mine. It's mine. It's mine. I'm like, okay. If, 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 if you I don't speak Spanish, sir, that's in Jesus' name. I, I, I understand Dominicans, though, when I, when I hear y'all speak. <laughs> okay, sir. Okay, I'm just giving it. I'm giving it to you the way right. it is, brother. Let me let me explain. Inside this phone is a chip. They are making it to the point where they're telling you don't have coins. Even inside the one hundred dollar bill, that strip in the ten dollar, the fit. That's a that's a chip. That that is a chip because the proof of fact is if you have more than twenty thousand and you run it through the airport, it rings. They then alert the cops that you have more than twenty thousand dollars going through this metal detector. Yeah, that's so the new bills. Rick, that's the new bills. That's, that's the, new the new bills. Is why they took all the others back and they shred them down, right? Then I started realizing, because I drive an electric car, that is a moving iPhone. And then I started paying attention to all the all the different cameras. Once they got you locked like this. It don't make a difference if you got anything on you. There's no way you could walk that they don't feel and see that. They even have cars driving down the street, cop cars. Y'all see these with these cameras on the sides, and they're scanning license plates. Mm-hmm. And so if they scan your license plate and you park there every day, they know that that's where that car is, that's where that car area is from, and that person lives in proximity to that car. If that car gets stolen, and they go down the street and they see it somewhere else. They said, we found the car. Mm-hmm. So they have been chipping us. When they tell you you get this vaccine, it has a trace in it. The fact that cameras can go and look in your eyes. And right now, this iPhone, when I pick it up, can say it's me. I even, my daughter's picked it up and opened up my other daughter's phone. You, you, know, something, you know, so I'm fucked, man. I'm fucked. Yes. That you, you you just don't realize. That's why when I'm on Vlad, that's why I love my man Vlad. I don't care what anybody's talking about, all that other that's my friend. And and we get to talk and we get to talk on camera, which was cool because some people don't even think to think. They start to think that the government cares. I was in China and I said this on Vlad. I was in Shanghai going to one of the dopest hotels with the, a five star Michelin restaurant on top of it in shanghai china on the bun on the bun yes are you are you kidding me just seeing the bun is enough just seeing what they built there i went to france they built the city of paris in shanghai way out though so i'm 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 going i said how is this happening and he goes well in china everybody here realized the government owns everything in america you're under the illusion that they don't. Once we give into the fact that the government owns everything, because they obviously, when we get mad at something, we go, the government should be doing this. Well, if they do, they own it all, or are we really a free company, country? And that's why President President Trump is like, yo, yo, we're capitalists. We're not going to be globalists. Globalists puts us in that situation 
a situation that everything is the same. You remember, you know what I'm saying, Snoop. Right, right now, everybody going to Dominican Republic. They made it look bad, right? It, it ain't as cool as 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 it was when you would go down and, and get that good feeling. You can't go to Jersey get the Jersey fade or Philly fade. You can't all of a sudden go up in Boston and see them wearing something that come out to LA and they wearing they wearing Chucks and Vans and K Swiss. Everybody has their style. This internet, there is no style. Is one style. All the girls look like the Kardashians. All of them. Black, white, purple, green. They all get the same injections. They get the same eyebrows. They get they the go, same. They, they get they everything. They all go to Fashion Nova, sir. They all go to Fashion Nova. All and, and 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 the deal is now what was always sexy to us is now sexy to everybody. The girls' ass jiggling is sexy to everybody now. So it it's was sexy to me the, a long time ago. A long time. You got them in Israel making sure you see a girl in Israel or in any you see the Israel uh, what's it called Israeli and um, females in the army. The only thing they turn around because it fits their butt so well. You see them in in Russia, and they all look like Olivia. You see, it, and it's just starting. To, everybody's starting to look exactly like there is no individuality. There's no originality. There's no series of oh, she from there. It just just is gone. It's gone. Well, you know what it is, that, like you said, that's Instagram. That's everything. That's you know it, 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 because everything is looking almost the same. You, you you said you said something about Vlad, and I wanted to ask you about Vlad. Yeah. You said Vlad is always going to be your friend. I know Vlad. I've known Vlad for years. I knew Vlad when he was an actual DJ. Like you know, I have love for for Vlad. I don't. Really, I'm good with him. He he actually reached out to me to work with him, and so I, I I fuck with Vlad. He's cool. Why 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 are people on Vlad's case to you? Okay, so I called Minister Mush. I called. Mustafa, who's a minister's son. I said, hey, I want to have this conversation about maybe you getting on. He wants to apologize. He said, well, who are you talking about? And I said, you know, Vlad from Vlad TV. He said, who's that? The minister don't even know what these cats are talking about. And I'm not here defending them. But I don't like cancel culture. And if I was, I had to think for myself, right? Like, nothing shocks me, right? But I don't see Vlad as racist. I don't see Vlad as being targeted, right? And he explained to me, I saw an edited video, and it was false. It left a whole lot of shit out. And because of my, I was in my feelings. And I'm, you know, it's during, it's, during the, I'm in my feelings and I'm thinking that people really give a fuck about my opinion. I said some shit about the minister and I should have said it. So I retracted the statement. I apologize for saying it. And I took I took down the video. And I said, okay. I said, well, well, what's the problem? He said, well, now they want me to sit down and do a formal apology. Boom, boom, boom. I said, like Kobe? Like, like, um, like Tiger Woods? Like Nick Cannon said, yeah. I said, why Why would you do that? Like, you said what, what you said. You took it down. You said you were wrong. You retracted your statement. That was wrong. Boom, boom, boom. What else do you need to do? He said, I don't know. They talking about canceling me. And, uh, and then I started hearing. Somebody hit me on DM telling me what to do. And I said, hey, first things first. I don't know you. 
I ain't never knew you. And the fact that you're calling me to tell me to do something that you want me to do, and I don't know you from a can of paint. And I'm, now I even know, because I have a direct access to the minister, don't even know this kind of foolishness is what's being spoke about. I think it's just showing if you can control people. We don't even know who's doing the canceling. We don't even know. Right? Lord Jamar, Joffrey, uh, uh, Corey Holcomb, uh, Ben X. And I sat around and I go, when did these guys become control of what I do? I don't know them. I know Godfrey, right? I, it was cool with him. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Lord Jamal. But, whoa, what, if you are talking about doing anything, and you want, then you should boycott everything. Because everything in this country is racist. Everything. So to sit around, yeah, he, you know, he getting money off our, he ain't giving us no money. Whoa. Nobody's supposed to give you money in the first place, son. You're supposed to go get yours. And if you didn't take it into your brain that you should do what he's doing way before, you ain't got to blow his candles out just to make your party look better. I watched Lord Jamar's show with Talib Kweli. I love the way Lord Jamar is doing the show. Fan of his. I watched Joffrey get her and talk and have good. That's all it is. It's a talk show. You don't want to do it. You don't mm -hmm. want to do it. But to sit around. Don't let's not. Dr. Umar Johnson is one of my favorite people on the planet. I why I listen to him. Dog, they talking about boy. We ain't got no unity. Once we get unity and we get a direction and we stick to that direction, we'll do that. But little stupid, crazy thing, and I do think it is little coming back out because he said something. I remember Lord Jamal got really mad at at, at Vlad for saying that Dr. Sabi had no documented evidence. He got so upset. I learned a long time ago. You only get mad if you believe what the other person is saying. If you know it to be true, why are you getting, you don't get mad. You're like, oh, you well, can be a. I agree with you. That's like what you just said. It's like, yo, you can say whatever you want to say about Dr. Sabian. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep fucking with Seymour. So. Yeah. And, and I know what he said. You know what? And what he said, which everybody wasn't getting. He wasn't a doctor for Caucasians. Dr. Saber said, us as Africans, this is the way we eat. If you eat like a European, you are going to get the European diseases that we don't know about. So when he stopped eating any of their foods, anything that comes out of America, the Western diet, any of that, he was healed. Anybody that that got away, when he got him away and said, hey, we're going to clean you out and get rid of all the parasites, those not even... When Dr. Sabi said it, a friend of mine, Megan Brophy, went down to Usha Village. I know the healing power he has. I do herbs. I know it. If you don't believe in oh, he doesn't have evidence, let them let them go right ahead. Hey, Noah said, <laughs> Noah said, hey, the flood is coming. <laughs> I'm going to build this up. I ain't got that much room. Maybe you should build it up. Now, all right, well, I'm going to put my own on. And that's what it is. If you like it, like, I'm on your live. If you don't like what he says, start your own. Right, right. Period. That's it. Yo, man, yeah, I got to yeah. have me on for an hour, almost 45 minutes without a check. And you I don't talk about I don't get paid. What I got to do, I, I got to write you something. I got to ask you these questions about the NBA. I got to write, I gotta write you uh, something. Who, who yeah, I got to do? What I got to do, sir? I love you. I love you, my man. So go ahead. What you got? What do we got? All right. Let's get to it. You played for the bad boys, which for me, 
that was one of that was I wasn't I was a Knicks fan, but I respected the Pistons. I was a Knicks fan, but I respected the Pistons. You played for those guys. First of all, what was it like to play with with that collection of guys, man? Well, it was the greatest thing in the world because I never was a Knicks fan, and I was a Celtic fan growing up in Brooklyn. And my moms and everybody does you New Yorkers, and I couldn't wait. And Patrick has been my boy since we were sixteen. I couldn't wait to play against him in the pros. Um, I played with some dudes. Isaiah Thomas is probably the most special. You know, I, yeah, I played with MJ. He's special than Kobe. But Isaiah Thomas, man, at 6'1", was amazing. I, and I watched Tiny Archibald play and, and, and World Be Free. And I still was like, this dude, Isaiah, is no joke. It's almost like singing. It's like, oh, man, this dude is dope. Oh, this dude is dope, man. This is the greatest thing in the world. And then all of a sudden, Marvin Gaye starts singing. You go, whoa, that's different. That's exactly what it was like when I saw Isaiah play. And then I have Benny Johnson from Brooklyn on the squad, and, and he just had all that New York swag. And then I had Adrian Dantley, the AD, the teacher, 6'4", leading the NBA in scoring, taking his time on a foul shot, knowing, teaching me how to eat. It was just, just playing with them was every play counted. During the, ex, during the regular season and the playoffs, but in the playoffs, it was like laser focus. Like, I became a huge fan of Jimmy Butler's. One, he's wearing my number I wore in Miami, deuces. I'm, I'm loving that. But he was doing an interview on the jump, and they said, how's your ankle? He said, no one cares. It doesn't matter. And he goes, no, no, he goes, it doesn't matter. It does, no one cares. I just have to be ready to play tomorrow. Let's talk about that. I became mm -hmm. a fan of because back in my day, if it wasn't falling off, bleeding, and dislocated and couldn't be put back together, no one cared. No one cared. And no one's supposed to care. You're a performer. If you can't perform, the person behind you, your understudy, is ready to go. If I was you, I would stay healthy. That was the mentality. So I love playing with the bad boys. But then I went down when I finally got to play in Chicago, which, you know, I was told I was going to be drafted to uh, in 1996. They took Brad Sellers instead. But they got it right. Uh, they got it right in 1995 when they got me in there. But anyway, uh, <laughs> and I was on the great. Was Brad Sellers a bum? Was he bum juice? No. He was good? Yeah, man. You remember, man, yeah. grabbed Michael once he took that shot and hit Elo. He was on the court, so that must mean he can play. And okay. that was, you know what I'm saying? So that was that was a big thing. It's just that he got caught in the midst of stuff, but Brad was a good player. Yeah, he was a better player than me. So, yeah, it was a better player. He had a better jump shot. Um, but, you know, our careers just took different turns. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 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 you so you said I, I want to ask you a question. You said Isaiah was special. Compare Isaiah and Michael Jordan for me. Almost identical, but Isaiah had better people skills, or has better people skills. Um, not that MJ, MJ just you you got to understand something. We've been in the bubble, or we've been in lockdown. Imagine being Michael Jordan. When I watched The Last Dance, I, I wanted to reach out to Dog. I didn't realize, you know, because I was all caught up in my busy life. 
how lonely and and demanding MJ's life is. Think about this, though. He's the face of the NBA. He has every commercial. He helps, he helps Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck save the world in Space Jam. Right. He goes to Europe in 1992 and announces Nike. That's what Nike announced to Europe, if everyone didn't realize it was Dream Team 1. Imagine the pressures on Michael. Imagine it. And then your dad. Or, or you're having pressures at home because he wound up getting divorced. Um, you, he got jammed up. He got jammed up. That's the, yeah. He, right. He got jammed up. Right. Imagine you you trying to live your regular life and you're the Messiah. Like Jesus didn't even have it like that. They may have been mad at Mary Magdalene, but they ain't, Jesus ain't even have it as his right. when his eye was coming in the way MJ has. So yeah, when he was on court, the only time he got to lash out, be angry, be competitive, say what he want, and not get in trouble is that basketball practice, which is only twenty minutes a day. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a lot of pressure. I didn't realize he would have that being the greatest player in the NBA in the 90s. And then, you know, imagine in the 90s was his until 1998. So, like, and then he took time off, but the 90s were his. So, 91, 92, 93, 94, he leaves, comes back, 90, 95, then 96, 97, 98, you win, and then Allen Iverson is there, and almost your career is over. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like he had that little bit of time to be the greatest that he is being. Kobe just extended it. LeBron extended it. They said, let's have an extended career like Kareem. Let's have an extended career like like Vince Carter. Let, let's extend our career. And that's what the difference is. It's just the different thought process of it. But MJ had from 84 to 89 to 98. That was it. I, you know, I was sick of him. I, I just why couldn't he be in another fucking conference? He always he always killed the Knicks. He he fucked us every chance he got. I hated him. Right, but guess what? The Knicks had a chance to win a couple of times. Don't start me. Don't start me with fucking Charles. Um, with fucking non-rebounded. That wasn't Charles Smith fault. Because if you look at it, when he went up, you know any other place. If you go up like that and you get hit. They blow the whistle. It is a foul. And you you do it three times? Like, even if he would have pumped fake, they would have went up, and he would have went back up, they wouldn't have called the foul. You do realize. You, do you think that that was like, do you think that that, that was some Michael Jordan shit? Was One, it, was it was by the refs ever not to blow the whistle because that would have, we didn't have the replay. We didn't have the replay the way we have it now. Because there's a lot. It was just a great play of basketball. And, you know, Charles is a great player. Charles went, like, it wouldn't have made any difference, even if it was Patrick. Remember the time Patrick went and laid the ball in, finger roll, and it, and it came out? It came out. This didn't work. This didn't work. It's, it's the Knicks didn't draft me is why they didn't win.
Who was your favorite person to play against? And who was the hardest person that you ever played against? Akeem Olajuwon, the hardest person. Hardest person? Yeah. Akeem Olajuwon. Why? Why? Because Akeem the Dream was a nightmare to everyone else. He's 6'10", 6'11". He run like a gazelle, so he ran like Dennis Rodman. But he had unbelievable, and his back, I don't know, man, his his strength was amazing, and you couldn't even see it. And then his his play, his shaky, shaky go left, fade away that Moses taught him. He just was a, a designed basketball player. And it's amazing. They don't talk about him a lot because, you know, he became a devout Muslim and built a mosque. And they don't really talk about Akeem, but Akeem was was definitely the hard hardest. Kevin McHale was hard to play against because he was tricky, and then Larry Bird was just it, it was just Magic Johnson on the East Coast. You know, Isaiah told me that. Isaiah told me that he was like, "Man, don't get Bird twisted." Not only was Bird he was nice, but he was tough. But he he, he said this to me. I said, Bird looks like the dude that robbed, that you rob in the alley. He said, no, Bird is the one who will be going in your fucking pocket. <laughs> he said, Bird, because he, he, is, he, is, he is definitely from French Lick, where there is no color when it comes to basketball. Uh, if he needed something, he would get it from you. Larry's a good dude, man, uh, that part. All right, man, That's, you got some. Huh? Got some basketball answers out of me. I got one more question. I got one more question. Yeah. Dennis Rodman. Den Dennis Rodman. Love him to death, man. Now, that's one of the aliens I was telling you about. If you ask anybody, Dennis Rodman is not from this planet. Just not. No. No one you ever seen run like him. No one has calves and ankles and feet like this dude. No one literally... He is the most different human I've ever seen on the planet. And I've seen Michael Jackson up close and Prince. Dennis Rodman is definitely an alien. Definitely. How was it playing with him? Did you play with Rodman? Did I? Man, I was roommates with him, man. Right, he was the right. one. When he bias died, we, were, we got drafted. We were roommates that night at a holiday inn in Detroit. That's how expensive uh how really they treated their place but um they put us in a holiday inn right on telegraph and he woke up and i woke up he was watching cartoons and he goes hey something happened to your the guy you were sitting with next to you. so who are you talking about he said i don't know the guy you were sitting next to and he turned the channel and it, it was news flash lenny bias and i've flipped out so i've been with since and then dennis and i were together in Hawaii when they only take the top 50 players and he got in there and he was my teammate. He grabbed every rebound. I only missed three shots the whole week. I got the MVP of the tournament too because he grabbed every rebound and threw it to me and I put it in the hole. That was how we played. So me and together for a long time. This is my heart right there, man. I love him so much. It's ridiculous, but he is definitely a different species when it comes to players. It's like he had a LeBron body. He had a, he had a, the Greek freak body before the Greek freak, but but stronger and faster. And if he focused on shooting and offense, it would have been off the chain. But he realized that no one shoots 50%. So 
So he realized I should get every rebound. If I can average 30, 20 rebounds a game, no one's has done that. And that's what he was working at instead of Will Chamberlain. And I know all I got to do is get in your way and disrupt you and move you two feet off and you won't shoot because everybody practices from that spot, from that spot, from that spot, repetition. So if you shoot a thousand times from that shot, when you get into the game and you get to shoot from right there and you pull up, you're going to hit it. It's repetition. Dennis would realize when he would watch you practice where you like to shoot from, he'd move you two feet off it, one foot off it, to the right. You know you're not going to hit it. Like constantly thinking and thinking and thinking and figured out the triangle offense, which is a hard offense to figure out. He figured it out. No one else tells you that. He's sitting around, he sits around, he knows exactly what to do. But he also knew plays broke down. MJ loved playing with Dennis. The antics may have been something because he was stuck in his room, but he loved playing with D-Rod. Dennis Rodman was ill, man. I, 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 I didn't even understand it. Final, final question. Pat Riley, what was it like dealing with Pat Riley? Playing, playing. I didn't, I didn't play for Pat. You know, I, got, you, I, I thought you did. No, when he came to Miami, the general manager had uh, put me in the expansion draft. And Pat said to him, the only person you should have kept was Sally. That's the only one that knows how to win. Because I had been there. But this, this I general. Thought, I swore that you played with Pat Riley. I swore no, he, you did. He would have been more successful if I did. You were a player, man. You were a player. Listen, here's what I'm going to do. I-, I talked about so much crazy shit in the beginning. I didn't get to the basketball shit. I have your back, bro. You just And I'll write you a check. You want cash out? Or, or, you, want, or you want sell? Or, or, or what do you want? A PayPal? Just just tell me, man. Send me want, your fucking PayPal. I want, I want you to eat vegan for one week. I... I'm a Dr. Sadie guy. Oh, so you eat alkaline? Yeah. Good. Are you drinking spring water? I drink spring water or I, or I put, if I can't get spring water, I'll put, put the lime in there and try to do it the best way I can. Then you just paid me. At least another one of my friends won't die. Thank you. Now, 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 listen. Listen, John. Every once in a while, I go to the left and I have a pizza. But not 85 to 90% of my stuff is... It's completely alkaline. I, I, like, and you can go back and look at some. Actually, go. I'll send you. I'll send you. I'll send you something. My entire counter is lime, lemon, ginger, uh, watermelon, grapefruit, orange, apple. Like, I, that's all I deal with, man. I, don't, okay. I haven't eaten meat. I haven't eaten meat for thirty-five years. That's no. wonderful. All right, I'm out, man. One love. Stay alive. I'm talking. I'll talk to you later, bro. We'll talk later. That's John Sally right there. Make Noise with Fat Man Scoop is produced by myself alongside Raj Kachetcha and the team at creativecontentagency.com. Please support this podcast by leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I love that. And by following this podcast on Spotify and sharing links to episodes you enjoy with your friends. Do it. You can also email the show via podcast at fatmanscoop.com. I answer that. Or you can DM me at Fat Man Scoop. Yes, I answer DMs.